Hello and welcome to this week's Market Pulse. I'm Matt Ford, CEO and co-founder of Sidekick, and this is your five-minute update on key market news and events with takeaways and insights from the Sidekick investment team. We've got three great stories this week. Our first story, the opportunity cost of going public. Our second story, Birkenstock, the oldest startup on earth. And our final story, a stark statistic. So on to our first story, the opportunity cost of going public. As Arm made its NASDAQ debut in this year's biggest IPO, many in the startup, investor and banking community wondered whether this could finally be the breaking of the ongoing IPO dry spell. The shares closed at $63.59 on the day, a 25% increase from the IPO price of $51, albeit it retracted to $60.75 on Friday. The verdict was clear. The issue was a success, fueling hopes for Instacart, the grocery delivery startup, and Cavallo, the advertising tech company which are expected to go public this week. The last couple of years have been unsurprisingly tough for the IPO market. High interest rates, inflation, and the general uncertain economic environment have pushed a number of new listings to historical lows. Nevertheless, a trend has emerged over the last decade. More and more startups are selling themselves to larger competitors rather than going public. There's some interesting analysis from researchers from Boston University and the University of Maryland who've investigated what drives this trend. They concluded that the opportunity cost of going public has increased considerably in recent years, as startups must face higher hurdles to compete with the incumbents in their sectors. From large marketing budgets to entrenched technologies, big companies are many levers to pull to make the life of a startup difficult. At the same time, early-stage investors demand relatively rapid progress, and the result is that many disruptors are acquired by the companies that can be disrupted. The authors concluded that their findings are consistent with the hypothesis that startup acquisitions have contributed to the rising oligopoly power. So in this context, it's no surprise that the Federal Trade Commission is expanding its reach by looking at all acquisitions by big tech, no matter how small they are. On to our second story this week, Birkenstock, the oldest startup on earth. Another company that stands to benefit from an IPO market revival is Birkenstock, the German sandal maker claiming to be the oldest startup on earth. Its owner, El Caterton, a private equity group backed by LVMH, aims to list in New York during the week of the 9th of October, an evaluation of more than $8 billion according to people familiar with the matter. If it materialises, the valuation will put Birkenstock ahead of companies like Ralph Lauren, currently valued at $7.4 billion, and local peer Hugo Boss, which has a market capitalisation of $5 billion. At a valuation of five times enterprise value to retail equivalent revenues, Birkenstock would trade akin to a top luxury company like LVMH or Montclair. In a recent market pulse, we discussed heritage as a necessity, but insufficient ingredient in making a luxury brand successful. With roots dating back to 1774, Birkenstock has plenty of legacy. However, with an average price of around $100, it's still a mass market product, albeit with luxury good margins. Many contemporary luxury brands have effectively broadened their original product lines by venturing into related categories, and Birkenstock has the potential to follow suit. Yet it's worth noting that brands rooted in higher-priced product categories tend to navigate these expansions more smoothly. It's no surprise that moving from upscale to more affordable segments is more straightforward than the reverse. For example, it's easy for a couture brand like Dior to expand into handbags, which, in absolute terms, will cost a fraction of their evening dresses. But it's challenging for a brand with a lower price anchor such as Birkenstock to expand into handbags because, in this case, customers would have to trust the brand by buying into a much higher average price product. The IPO market is reviving, and Birkenstock has its moment. Still, one should proceed with prudence as if walking in sandals on a rocky path. 
And on to our final story this week, Stark Statistic. If you've been caught up in the excitement of the recent IPO frenzy, here's a reality check. Most of the hottest startup IPOs from the past decade are currently trading below their initial price. A team led by Alexander Lundvist at New York University and the Center for Economic Policy Research delved into the world of IPOs to answer this puzzling contradiction. When companies go public, investment bankers often underprice the issue, and the stock skyrockets on the first day, making them seem underpriced. But this initial excitement tends to fade in the following months, leading IPO stocks to perform worse than the overall market. Hence, from the perspective of a longer horizon, IPOs can arguably be regarded as overpriced in the aftermath, despite the initial reaction. The authors suggest that irrationally exuberant investors, coupled with short sales restrictions, contribute to the initial underpricing and subsequent long-term underperformance of IPOs. They show that the optimal selling policy from the issuer's point of view usually involves staggered share sales. The company can implement such staggered sales by allocating the IPO to cooperative regular investors who hold inventory for resale in the aftermarket. So don't be discouraged if you miss out on the allocation of the latest hot IPO. If history is any guide, it may be for your financial benefit in the long run. So that was it for this week's Market Pulse. As always, we hope you enjoy the updates. And if you want to hear more from the Sidekick team as we build out the product, you can sign up to the waitlist at sidekickmoney.com or you can download the app directly from the App Store or Google Play Store. We hope to see you next week, but before we go, we've got some important notices. It's important to note that the contents of this Market Pulse is based on current information which we consider to be reliable and accurate. It represents Sidekick's view only and does not represent investment advice. Investors should not take decisions to trade based on this information. Sidekick is not yet regulated, but has applied to the FCA for authorization to operate. Prior to Sidekick becoming fully authorized, none of the information provided is intended as an inducement or an invitation to apply for any Sidekick product or service. And please remember, investing should be viewed as long-term. When we launch, your capital will be at risk and the value of your investments can go up and down, so you may get back less than you put in.